Well, this morning I'd like to bring a lesson and uh, really just to answer a question. And you might think, oh, it's a real simple question, but uh, I don't think it is such a simple question. But uh, is God good? You might say, well, that's, everybody knows that. Uh, I think we're not giving it much thought if we just say yes. And, uh, and I'll say yes, but uh, we're not giving it much thought if we just say that. So let's give it a little thought. Uh, is God good? And, uh, of course, a lot of people don't believe in God, period. But it's a... Uh, it's a question that, again, if we just answer it too quickly, we haven't given much thought. I think we should give it thought. So in a, I want to start in the book of Genesis. And we're going to ask a lot of questions this morning. Genesis chapter 2. And uh, verse 15. And the Lord God took the man, put him into the garden of Eden to till and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely. But the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat thereof. For the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. So, is God good? Is God evil? Is God... So, what, so here we have, uh, of course, creation, Adam and Eve. And, and of course, uh, God didn't say, if you partake, the day. The day you partake of it, you'll die. Of course, he didn't die physically that day, but he died spiritually. He's, he was separated from God. God is life. Separation from God is separation from life is a death, so to speak. So, we could ask, if that was the only thing, that, that tree of knowledge and good evil, if that was the only thing, the only thing he told him, don't put everything else, do everything else, if that was the only thing, why did he put it there? I think it's a, a question that, that one could, could ponder, could ask. Uh, so why did he put it there to start with? So God created Adam, put him in the garden, did put the tree there, and then one of God's created beings, Satan, was there. So, God is he good? There are a lot of other places I'd like to, and events that I'd like for us to discuss and ask this question seriously. Uh, gentleman that used to uh, work with and and to spend some time with, talked, we talked a lot about scriptures, and 
One day we was talking about the animal sacrifices. You look at all the, I suppose, millions of animal sacrifices that was offered to God through the years. And then you get in the New Testament, it says, blood of bulls and goats could never take away sin. All those animal sacrifices never took away one sin. And it never dawned on me, but this individual says, wow, what a waste. I never thought of it that way. But uh, what would, uh, is it PETA, the uh, group protecting animals and everything like that, what would they have to say about that? Have they given it any thought? God had all these animals killed? Again, we're asking questions, and we want to search for the answer, but I guess my point is the answer is not as easy as we think. Pharaoh, down in Egypt, Israel was captive. And the Lord told Moses, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And I always picture things. So I can picture Moses with his staff. Okay, I'm going to go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And he said, well, well, wait a minute, Moses. Before you go, I'm going to harden his heart. He's not going to let him go. And through every plague, he'd say, yeah, okay, you can go. And then, no, no. <laughs> You can't go. So, and then God destroyed Pharaoh and all his army in the Red Sea. But Pharaoh, God said, I'm going to harden his heart. He can't let him go. And then he turned around, destroyed him in the Red Sea. So, is God good? Is God evil? Uh, There was a man... There was a baby, let me start out, a baby that was born blind. And that would sadden all of us. And this was God's decision to have this baby born blind. Years later, and I'm going to read that one. Years later, the Lord was going to open his eyes, of course. Uh, I'm just going to read that real quick. Uh, And, uh, and Jesus passed by and saw a man who was blind from his birth. His disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. So he was born blind, so the works of God would be made manifest. Doesn't say he was a man now. I don't know how many years he's been blind, so... God good? Bad? This baby was born blind. Mort talked about he's wearing glasses and, and his uh, surgery didn't go as much as he'd like. And I've got all kind of debris in my uh, eyes. And, and, and Rhonda knows uh, a lot about our vision and things like that. Uh, so, good? Bad? Uh... God had an innocent man killed. Good? Bad? Now, I'll give you a little hint. This man was Jesus Christ, but yet had an innocent man killed. Uh, many other examples we could, we could have. I'll give this one, and we'll probably talk about this one. 
What is listed or written as most perfect and upright man on the face of the earth? God, through a tool that he had charge over, had all this man's children killed. Had all of his land taken by different tribes and different enemies. All of his wealth was taken away. And then he came down, God, through his tools with this terrible disease that hit him. Good? Bad? What? Of course, that man was Job. We'll talk about that. So here's one that would cause a lot of people to ask this question or give a judgment against God. There was a mother that was expecting. And she, had, she was expecting with twins. She had twins. Hadn't been brought forth yet. Still in the womb. And God said, I hate this one, and I love this one. Before they was even born, before they did any good, before they did any evil. Now, I was talking to one individual, and, and certainly she passed judgment. She said, I could never serve a God like that. So we kind of know how she would label that. So, as we... And we, you know, we can find many examples like this in the scriptures. But let me, let's back away from that for a minute. What is good? What is bad? I think we kind of want to go there. And I think we can see, we can have some differences of opinion. But let me give a, a, a I guess it's a fictitious story that happened many, many years ago or took place many, many years ago. I don't suppose it actually happened. But anyway, so there was a, this uh, uh, family, and they were living out, and again, this was many hundreds of years ago. And uh, so they had their, you know, the family and everything, and they was, their crops they'd put out with the horses and the plows and things like that. And uh, so this was how they ate. And this, maybe they even made a little money to buy other things with. He had his horse and he plowed, and that was his tractor, so to speak, is all that he had. His horse ran away. And his neighbors come and said, oh, you know, we're really sorry about this bad thing that happened to you. And he says, well, how do you know it was bad? And they kind of thought he was a little bit odd, so anyway, they went away. So then... A few days or some time later, this horse came back. This was back during open range and all that. The horse came back with a whole herd of horses, followed him back in. There they were in the crowd. So his neighbors come. Boy, we're really glad to see this good thing that happened to you. And he says, well, how do you know it was good? So what's good? What's bad? So then uh, he was some of these new horses that came in. He was going to try to break them to have riding, not just tractor, but they'd have riding horses. So while he was uh, breaking one of the horses, it threw him. He fell off and broke his arm or his leg, maybe both. So his neighbors come. 
because this was important. This son was helped work the crops and fields and things like that. So his neighbors come and says, well, we're really sorry for this. This was a big thing. We're really sorry for this, this thing that happened. He's got a broken arm, broken leg. We're very sorry to hear that about this bad thing. And the, and the guy says, well, how do you know it's bad? So what's bad? What's good? So kind of the, we'll call it the end of the story, but there really is no end to it. So this was a time when the warlords would come through and get all the able-bodied men, kind of like the draft nowadays, and said, okay, you're going to war with us. So this man, this boy, they skipped him because he couldn't fight in battle. And then he went out to fight the battle, and it was all wiped away. So what's good, what's bad? And, well, we'll just end with with that. But what what is good? What is is bad? Robin Hood. Is Robin Hood take from the rich, give to the poor? Is Robin Hood good? Is Robin Hood bad? I think I might know his political affiliation. I don't know. But uh, you'd have different opinions on that, wouldn't you? So here's one, good or bad. I remember I was uh, six years old, and I've I've shared this with you before. I was six years old, and my mom gave me a dollar bill, a whole dollar. We lived next door to a general store that sold everything, including candy. Now, this was back in the 1400s when the dollar was, (laughs) has been a long time ago, but anyway, a dollar was, was a lot. So I remember going over that store. I could still smell the things in that uh, general store and the candy and everything, which I was interested in. So I went to the store. I said, okay, give me one of these. And give me one of these. Give me one of these. Talking about candy. Had it behind the counter. And I said, if I got any money? Yeah, you still got more left. Well, give me this. Give me this. And I bottled up till, till I, I spent it all. Probably got, that, got down to that last penny. Probably got three bubble gums for that, that penny. So, big sack of candy. So, I went home and naturally, Rhonda, I was eating that candy. And my mom got me, caught me, and took that bag of candy. I can still see it. Took it away from me, put it on top of the refrigerator. Was that good? Was that bad? Well, I thought it was bad. Now, I have a little different opinion on that. Certainly, I have a different opinion. But, so what's good? What's What's bad? Drugs. We hear a lot about drugs, don't we? Drugs good or drugs bad? I mean, you can say, well, drugs is ruining our, our country. They're bad. You say, well, if somebody's got high blood pressure, somebody's got diabetes, somebody, or even an infection that they can't shake off. The drugs help that, save lives, so to speak. So drugs good? Are they, are they bad? So it's, it's not so simple as what I'm saying. Police. Police good or police bad? We've had a lot on TV for several months about that. Well, I have an opinion on that, but there's different opinion out there. Is police good or are they bad? Uh, I mean, you can go on and on. Uh, rain. We had some rain out there this morning. Is rain good? Is rain bad? I said, well, you know, rain's good. Last year, we had a flood in eastern Kentucky. 
And the agency that I worked for, we got a bunch of donations thing. We took truckloads of stuff down there to those people that they were just it wiped out. They lost everything. So if you'd ask them, was rain was good or bad? They might tell you it's bad. You might say it's good. You talk to a farmer. So as we look at the rain, you say, well, it can be good or it can be bad, or the drugs can be good or it could be bad, then that's what I'm talking about. It's good and bad is not such an easy thing to answer. So I guess it, well, it depends on, we have a lot of different opinions on good and bad. Uh, are we really qualified to make that decision? Several years, probably been about 18 years ago, I was on a jury uh, for a murder trial. And, of course, even before you're, when you're wanting to select them, they go through and you're questioned even before you can be on there. And they cast some people out and some people get a, uh, uh, have to serve. So then, should a, should a three-year-old or four-year-old set on a murder trial to be able to pass judgment on someone? We, we wouldn't. We wouldn't think that would be right. Somebody three-year-old and, and, and no more wisdom than that, we wouldn't, we wouldn't think that they would be fit to be a, a judge in this. Uh, should a three-year-old be allowed to vote? I'm trying to see making this judgment on God. We can have questions about making judgment on other things, and we'll see that, well, you know, there's some, there's some, uh, it's, it's broader than what we would think. <clears throat> uh, let's, uh, let me get silly for a moment. Let's say we have an ant and a snail on the ground. And the ant climbs way up to the top of this plant, and that old snail down there is crawling around. And the ant says, well, look at me. You know, I'm that snail. I'm, I'm really something. Just run up here real quick. So then, oh gosh, you say, yeah, that, that ant's really something. <clears throat> then... <clears throat> We might have a uh, bird swoop down and ready to take that ant and says, you, you know, you thought you was really something at the top of this plant. I'm up here in the sky. You're not really what you think you are. So then we, as mankind, may say to the bird, that's nothing. We've been to the moon. Going back again. We've sent spacecraft to Mars and we're going to go there. If it be the Lord's will. So then <clears throat> we look at the birds and we, you know, you're really not anything. So how do you feel about 
You say, well, that's the highest then. We're, you know, we're, we're the highest. Well, what would God would look down to us and say, okay, yeah, you've been to Mars, you've been to the moon. Let's look at the universe and see how small you really are. Let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 55. I'm trying to, uh, to, uh, to look at this. It's not so simple. Isaiah 55 and verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So, whenever I was a little kid, my mom took that candy away from me. Betty, her, her thoughts were higher than my thoughts. I thought she was wrong. Actually, I don't think I thought too much about it, but I like to talk about it now anyway. But anyway, but her thoughts and her wisdom was far above mine. How much farther is God's wisdom, God's thoughts, than mine and yours? So for us to make a decision, is God good, is God bad? Psalms 139. So I'd like first to look, instead of necessarily looking at uh, God, is he, is, judging God, is he good, is he bad? I'd like first to look at us and focus a little bit on that. And what did I say? Oh, Psalms 139. Forgot where it's going. And uh, let's just go to the first six verses, Psalms 139. O Lord, thou hast searched me and, and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. <clears throat> thou compassed my path <clears throat> and my lying down, and are acquainted <clears throat> with all my ways. For there is not a word <clears throat> in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me <clears throat> behind and before. <clears throat> and <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Thou hast set me behind and before, and laid thy hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. So, as we look at God, is God good? Is God evil? Is God bad? We want to look at ourselves as, as a judge. Uh, I won't go there, but in Romans 11, it says, How unsearchable are his ways. I do want to go to the book of Job. We studied the book of Job, I think, twice in the 40 years that I've been teaching. Uh, a lot of things took place in the book of Job. Uh, 
I want to talk about all Job's losses. Job lost all of his family except his wife, all of his land, all of his livestock, all of his riches, and even, uh, I, can't, I can't remember the, what chapter it was in, but even his reputation used to, you know, because Job would preach God. But then he would be walking to town and everything, and after this, he just a mockery that's made fun of him. Oh, and I did leave out the sickness of Job's and the bulls and everything. Well, how bad was it? So Job, <clears throat> these things happen to Job. Good? Bad? It was God's doing. In and, the and first chapter of Job, we're not going to read all the things that happened, but <clears throat> Job started out very strong. In fact, he ended up strong, but through the middle. But here, uh, in Job uh, 1 and 21, after he lost everything, and said, Naked came out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So the Lord took away. Is he good? Is he bad? What do we say? And he said, blessed be the name of the Lord in the giving and the taking away. <clears throat> and then we go over to verse, uh, ch uh, chapter 2 and verse 9. This is after uh, uh, his, uh, had all the bulls and everything like that uh, uh, on him. And verse 9 of chapter 2. Then said his wife unto him, dost thou still retain thy integrity? Curse God and die. Job, all these things have happened. And now look at you, the mess you're in, all these bulls and everything. You lost everything. You've been preaching against God and everything. But you've done something to make you mad. That's why these things are happening to you. Just go ahead and curse God and die. Get it over with. You still retain your integrity? In verse 11. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women. Speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil? So is, is God good, bad, or Job, what he said? And it says, in all this did not Job sin with his lips. So saying that God gives and God takes away is not a sin. You say, well, Satan did that. Well, who made Satan? Who's in control? So this is how Job reacted God calls Job to react in the beginning, very strong. But how bad was it? I had a few bulls. How bad was it? Well, let, let's read that. Verse 11, reading on. Now, uh, when Job's three friends, and, and I think they were friends. Now, we understand they had false doctrine. They didn't understand. At the end of the book of Job, he prayed for these friends. So I think they were friends. Now, when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that came upon him, they came every one from his own place. Eliphaz, uh, the Tamanite, and, and Bildad, the, Sh the Shudite, and Zophor, the Namathite. For they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him 
and to comfort him. So they, these men came, I think they were friends, and they came to comfort him. But this tells us something, and, and look at verse 12. And when they lifted up their eyes afar off, they knew him not. That's how bad he was. They lifted up their voice and wept when they saw Job. And they tore everyone his mantle and sprinkled dust upon their heads towards heaven. So they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights. And none spoke a word unto him. For they saw that his grief was very great. How bad do you think Job was? I mean, he lost his kids. He lost his land. Uh, uh, all of his finances. It made a mockery of him. Now this, these boils. And it was so bad when his friends came, they didn't even recognize him. And they sat down for seven days and seven nights. Certainly some teaching there. But sat down with it seven days, seven nights. Never said a word, just there with him, comforting. That's how bad it was. So we kind of see a little bit of the condition of Job. So Job started out very strong. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But we'll see some weakness through here. Uh, in Job chapter 3, and uh, starting verse 1, and Job, what we see here, Job, uh, he was saying it'd be better if I died at birth. That's how bad, that's how bad he was. So verse 3, or chapter 3, verse 1, after this opened Job his mouth and cursed his day. And Job spoke and said, Let the day perish in which I was born, and the night in which, I was, in which it was said, there's a male child conceived. He said, just been better if I just died, if it's never happened, never been born. So we can start to see the weakness side of Job. He started out, Lord giveth, Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Naked came out of the world, naked I'll leave. But here... You see, Job's human, of course. For let the day be darkness. Let not God regard it from above. Neither let the light shine upon it. Let darkness and the shadow of death stain it. Let a cloud dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. As for the night, let darkness seize upon it. Let it not be joined into the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the months. Really, he was miserable. It had been better if I hadn't been born. Seven, lo, let the night be solitary. Let no joyful voice come in it. Let them curse it that curse the day who are ready to raise up their morning. Let the stars of the twilight be dark. Let it be for light, but but have none. Neither let it see the dawning of the day, because it shut up or shut not up the doors of my mother's womb, nor hid sorrow from mine eyes. 
Why did I, why died I not from the womb? Why did I not expire when I came out of my mother's body? Why did the knees receive me? Or why the breast that I should suck? So, uh, well, 13, for now should I have lain still and been quiet. I should have slept than had I been at rest. So he's saying, I, I should have never been, it'd been better if I'd never been born or died at birth. That's, that's where Job was. And I think I'm going to run out of time again, and we may, we may just have to stop here. But what we'll see a little later, Job actually kind of passing judgment on God. We'll, uh, we're seeing things now. We're seeing the other side of Job. You know, it'd been better if I'd died. Well, let me just say this. If it'd been better for him to die, he would have died. But that's where he was feeling at that time. But we'll see a little later that Job then begins to, to question God. Oh, if there was a book written about my life, I would take it and I'd go before God and I'd show him that, yeah, this should be happening to the wicked, but it shouldn't be happening to me. So Job had these thoughts of, God's not just. This shouldn't be happening to me. Because I hadn't done anything. So, I didn't want to make this two parts. I apologize. Looks like I'm going to have to. Um, unless everybody wants to stay another hour. So, I don't think we want to do that. Uh, so, anyway. So, we'll, we'll take this up again tonight. But So, is God good? Is God bad? Is it that simple just to say something? And again, look at Job. He was brought to the place to where this shouldn't be happening to me. Isn't that questioning God? This shouldn't be happening to me. This would be a bad God. He done anything to me. Yeah, I can understand. It should be happening to these wicked, but it shouldn't be happening to me. Entering into judgment with God. And we all may have had thoughts a long time ago or, or whatever. Uh, but not quite as simple as one might think. So, Lord willing, we'll take us up tonight. May the Lord bless the speaking of his word. We're dismissed.